Hi, I'm Clarence Waldron. Welcome back to Black Muse. Now you never know who's going to drop by the Waldron studio. Tonight we have Deontay Baker, Chicago singing sensation. He's gonna talk about his career and the fact that he's going to be singing the music of one of his heroes, the late, great Marvin Gaye. So uh, let's just get started. Hey, what's up, boy? Hey, all hey, right. Clarence. All right, all right. So let's start with the Night Out in the Park summer music series. Yes. You're doing the tribute to Marvin Gaye. Yes. Tell me, where, where is that now, the rehearsals, or what are you doing now to put that together? I'll just say that I'm very excited to be doing this um, tribute performance uh, to Marvin Gaye. When I uh, got the call to be a part of it, I was extremely excited because, you know, I've been singing Marvin Gaye music for as long as I could you know, uh, learn it. So um, to have an opportunity to really sit down and learn his music and not just, not just the music, but learn the story about um, his life and how he went from Motown and so on and so forth. I mean, that's kind of what I've been exploring while I've been preparing for the show, just collaborated with the singers and musicians to really come up with a really, really good show that pays tribute to the great Marvin Gaye. Okay, yeah. and uh, there's a talented female singer with you. What's her name, his name, Raina? Raina, Raina House, Raina, Raina yes, House. the Raina House. Ooh. She's um, not only a great friend, but just a great peer. We sing together a lot. Uh, we actually met a um, long time ago in, in, in high school in uh, a great program that I know we're gonna get to talk about. <laughs> um, during this interview, but um, she is uh, one of the best vocalists that I know, and it's just an honor and privilege to have her on uh, this sh this show. We did a show similar to this, um, and I'm just glad to have her on it. Okay, so now you, this this uh, show is presented by the Chicago West Community Music Center and Night Out out in the parks. Yes. So I'm sure that you're proud to be associated with that. Oh yes, I'm uh, I'm actually proud to be associated with both of it because it's Chicago. It's you know something that is highlighting uh, what uh, the organizations are doing with Chicago and um, I just think it's a, a great opportunity to be a part of and for them to work together and bring all these amazing um, events to the Austin community, not just Austin, but all all across Chicago. Um, it's great. So to be a part of it and to have my name in the mix is really cool. Right now, yeah. right now. Give us a sneak preview. What can we expect? What's going to be your highlight? Do you think of your show? I don't know. What you mean to sing something like? No, no. Oh. Just, just, <laughs> just sort of tell me the song that you're going to do. Oh man. Yeah, there's so much to pick from. It was, it was, it was tough. You know, it was tough to kind of narrow it down and make sure that um, I had the right songs mm -hmm. that would uh, kind of showcase all of Marvin Gaye's journey throughout music. So, 
you know, I'm trying my best to kind of go from his beginning era with Tammy Terrell all the way to the Grapevine era all the way into his laid back party era. You know, he was, you know, and he had a woke era, you know, you know, the, is what they call it today. Um, he was very, there was a time in his career where he was just very, you know, all about the environment, all about loving your brother, your sister, um, and making the sacrifice to make the world a better place, things like that. So I just, you know, I'm really just working hard to kind of make sure I hit all those eras. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what okay. we got coming. Okay, all right. Do you have a favorite song by him that you just love to sing? Oh man, a favorite song? I don't think I have a favorite song. It kind of changes, and especially during this process, the, because I've been learning so much more of his music, and not just the music that we hear at the birthday parties or at the weddings, but you know the the those songs that you might have to you know ask one of your musician friends about. Like, have you heard that one Marvin Gaye song where it's just a so? Um, I'll say, "Save the Children" is one of them. Um, the message, the the angelic voices in the background, the the horns. It's just like one thing that I love about Marvin Gaye is that he incorporated, you know, every instrument that you could probably think of. And the more you listen to it and you hear for it, you might just hear that instrument. So I think uh, Save the Children is one of them. The one that I'm like, I can't get out of my head is Dreamed of You This Morning. The Soon I'll Be Loving You Again. Um, and just, of course, Ain't nothing like the real thing, like those songs, mm. some of those songs. Um, I can't pick one, but there are a lot that um, become my favorite as I listen, and it changes every day, to be honest with you. Okay. Yes. Okay. So now, give us the date, the time, and the place. So. I know it's June 30th. Yes, the Marvin Gaye Tribute Show will be June 30th at the Columbus Park Refectory at 7 p.m. It is on the west side of Chicago. Um, it's in the Austin area. I don't know the exact address, but it, it's, it, it, we have the flyer. It's out. You can look it up. You'll see all the information on the flyer. Like I'm very, very excited about it. Um, and. I can't wait. It's coming quick, so. I know, I know. Yeah, make that plan. Make yes, a plan to yes. come. Absolutely. Yes. And of course, it is free. As it well. is free. And that's, that's important. Another thing now. I love about now. the sponsors of the, you know, this show is that it, we, should, we should definitely um, get high quality performances on the west side, south side, for free. Sure. We should be able to sure. have that resource. And, you know, if you want to go out on the town, we don't have to spend what five hundred dollars like some people spend on a Beyonce ticket or something, you know? <laughs> so Yo. yeah, so I think it's great and I'm just I'm just honored to be a part of this this kickoff of this summer concert series. So yeah. Okay. So now I wanna break and look at this video of you singing. I think you're in a master class conducted by Ray Chu. Yes, set it, up, Ray set, Chu. set it up for us. So yes, this is a video of me and the great Raina House, the, the amazing woman who will be singing with me on June 30th. We had an opportunity to just be a part of a masterclass and it was presented by the Chicago West Community Music Center. And 
um, I will never forget when I realized that the Ray Chu was in the room because I grew up watching the Apollo. So when I, <laughs> I, I remember Ray Chu and the crew, you know, mm -hmm. if you remember Steve Harvey hosting Apollo and Ray Chu was the music director, I was a child because I was I just loved music. Right. So the fact that Ray the Ray Chu was, you know, giving us a master class of all the things that he had been um, that he had learned up into his career at that point it was great and the fact that me and Ms. me and Raina had the opportunity to sing and he accompanied us and we did ain't no mountain high enough and just to know that he has so much history with the Marvin Gaye music because he worked so closely with Ashford and Simpson it um it was just an honor and a privilege so I think you know you, you're gonna love you're gonna love it I mean it's Ray Chu like who who doesn't love Ray Chu so yes indeed yeah Okay. That's what it is. All right. So then we'll take a look at that right now.
let's talk about Black Music Month. It's the month of June. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why, why is it important that we celebrate that? I think it's important to celebrate uh, black music is because I believe, as I learn, as I grow older, um, that it is the foundation, the skeleton of what, what we hear in different music. Um, and I think it needs to always be celebrated. And because there's always a new generation of somebody coming up, Gen Z now, Gen X, Y, who, who knows? <laughs> um, I, they deserve to hear that actual music because I don't know what's on, what's going on today in music. You know, you gotta really dig deep to find that uh, sound that my, my parents and my grandparents came up on. So I think it's important to always put a magnifying glass on music like Marvin Gaye, like, um, you know, Ella Fitzgerald and, you know, Ray, Ray Charles and whoever you can think of, or Tina Turner, mm, you know? Absolutely. So um, it's important. That's why I believe that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, you've been associated with Chicago West for a long time. Oh, you, yes. You were a student there, and then yes. you were a vocal instructor. Yes. What did you learn about music? I mean, everything you could think of, anything that you can think of, music business, wow. um, music etiquette, how you carry yourself um, as when you're in a group, when you're not in a group, um, the, the business aspect of music, contracts, record labels, how it all works. Um, I, I've learned so many things, and uh, believe it or not, uh, you don't realize, especially being young, you don't realize that stuff is sticking to you until you go out to the real world and you really um, uh, start really pursuing that career for yourself. So um, when I did graduate from the program and really go out and start doing my own thing, I remember all those things that I learned um, at the Chicago West Community Music Center. That's with even, believe it or not, I learned public speaking skills at uh, the uh, Chicago West Community Music Center because, you know, anytime they would encourage us, push us to um, use words, express ourselves, learn how to speak in front of a crowd, learning how to, you know, communicate with a band because people can't read minds, you know? Okay, okay, so, okay. Um, there's just so many things, and I can go on and on and on um, about the wonderful uh, things that I've learned, the wonderful opportunities that I received from the program. I, I got a chance to go to Paris, France, and that was something that I had never done before going to the program. So um, yeah. I, I, I'm just Amazing. grateful. Yes, Amazing. grateful yeah. for the program, and I'm just still glad to be affiliated with yeah. it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So now you did venture out into the to the real world or to whatever to a national stage. Yes. When mm -hmm. you appeared on American Idol, yes. the TV show. Mm -hmm. What kind of experience was that for you? That experience was definitely um, it was a humbling experience. Mm -hmm. It was a it was also a dream come true with so many different things in one. Um, because the way it happened, I guess it wasn't supposed to happen. I just kind of fell into it. I ended up doing something locally on TV where they had like a Chicago Idol just to promote American Idol. Mm -hmm. And I ended up just getting a, a ticket to get in the front of the line. And I did my thing and it was a, the, the entire process was a, a huge learning experience. Um, I would say, if, if I could look back, I learned a great deal as a as an artist, as a person, as how I look as a on TV or how TV is different from the real world. 
Um, but uh, it was a, it was a great experience. I think the biggest thing I took from that was meeting Lionel Richie. Um, Lionel Richie uh, is a, still a current judge on the show, and every time that we uh, took a break from filming, he would come over to the crowd and talk to us like, you know, we were his children, and he would give us nuggets of wisdom. Mm. And he would say, he was like, "This is just the beginning. This is you haven't made it. This is just a stepping stone. So don't look at this opportunity and say this is the one who that's gonna." take me, you know, to the Grammy stage. You might believe it, you might think so, but keep going, keep working, meet, you know, uh, make friends, you know, so that in the future, these are the same people you'll be sitting next to at these award shows and things like that. So I think that was the biggest thing I learned from um, American Idol and just how to be serious about my artistry hmm. and be serious about my brand. Because a lot of those other artists, you know, they, they were very serious, it was intimidating. Because these 15-year-olds, they, they're very, you can, it's just the, the way they carry themselves. It's like, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And um, I'm not afraid. I'm going to be, you know, um, confident and bold. But also, I'm going to have um, humility as well. So those are a lot of things I learned from that experience. And I'm grateful to have um, had that, that chance. Yeah. Yes. So it's like you're growing up. Oh yes. You know, you seem like you're just a new person now. Oh yes. I love oh, yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now I always ask this question because this is the Black Muse Video Podcast. Who inspired you? Oh my God. Um, uh, so many people inspire me. Uh, firstly, it's my family who inspires me because that's the my first introduction to music, to singing, uh, to expression. It's just growing up in the house, uh, uh, growing up with a. Um, a big family of singers, musicians, and people who express themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, so, first is my family. Um, they all do music, and I honor them first because without them. Um, and then being introduced to uh, legendary gospel artists like the, the Clark Sisters, um, you know, my, my favorite singer is Karen Clark Shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's my favorite singer of all time. Of all time. Um, okay. I do have a favorite artist and a favorite singer. Two different things. What's the, what's the difference? Artist versus I believe, singer. I, I believe that an artist kind of makes up, you know, sometimes, you know, your favorite artist might not be the best singer, but they make your favorite song or the way they perform or the way that they, or the, their branding is something that appeals to you hmm. or versus someone who I can, considers a great singer who can sing the phone book, you know, who could sing anything, no matter what genre of music that they sing. And, you know, I'm inspired by singers like Ella Fitzgerald and okay. Donny Hathaway. Okay. And, um, you know, those singers who I believe if they wanted to go sing pop, they could. Okay. Or sing rock, they could. And believe it or not, I feel like that's where it comes from. That's where all that good other <laughs> genres comes from is those good soulful gospel singers. So. Okay. Those are my inspirations, and okay. of course Marvin Gaye. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So now, your name is Baker, mm -hmm. like in Anita Baker, the singer. Yeah. Is there a relation? Is she part of the family, or that's just a coincidence? It, she is a part of my family. She oh. is my mother's sister, um, and which makes her my aunt. And. Yeah, I get that all the time everywhere I go, even on American Idol. That was the first question that um, the executive producers asked me. And they actually made me sing an Anita Baker song. And 
I told him, I was honest. I said, well, I'm going to sing it all the way up till I know it because I don't know I don't know the full song. Okay. But um, yeah, she's my aunt. And uh, like I said, I come from a, a, a huge, talented family. Um, and it's just great to be a part of that legacy. She's actually going to be here sometime this summer, I think, okay. in Chicago. Okay. Um, now, will you go to the show? I probably... I hope so, cause I'm I'm singing a lot. So hopefully, if I'm not singing somewhere, mm. I'm gonna go. I think my mom is gonna go though. Okay, for sure. Wow. Um, so yes. Mm -hmm. Let's see. All these years, I thought that was just a joke that people said. Oh, it's oh, not a joke. It's not a joke. It's a little. <laughs> it's it's uh, that's a whole another conversation whole another for story. a whole another day. Right, why why we don't really talk as liberally about it as we okay. want to, but okay. yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, all right. So now, Mickey Howard is a big fan of yours. Oh, yeah. How did you meet her? Um, my mother, my mother is, my mother's um, also one of my favorite singers. She's been singing um, for a very long time professionally. She's traveled the world singing. Um, and just for the, for the viewers to know, she's a gospel singer. My mother is a gospel singer. Okay. Um, and she has sang with people like Jesse Dixon and Ricky Dillard, and mm. she's sung with a lot of people. Mm. And um, maybe 10, 12 years ago, she was asked to sing with Mickey Howard on the Monique show. This is when Monique had her late night show. Right. And um, that's where the relationship started. But Mickey uh, wanted, she wanted a family back. She wanted like a, she wanted a family background group. And my mom called us and we got on the road with Mickey and went, you know, here, there, everywhere, and I learned a lot. I was able to meet Shaka Khan. Okay. Uh, because they're best friends. Okay, yeah. I was able to meet, um, I forget her name, but she played Josephine Baker in a biopic. Lynn Whitfield? Yes, Lynn I was Whitfield. able to meet oh. Lynn Whitfield. I was able to meet a lot of different, um, and I also was able to meet a lot of different R&B artists um, that she toured with, and we got a chance to sing background with. So, Mickey Howard is so supportive of what I uh, do. Uh, she's always sharing. She's always checking and praying for me. Um, and I'm just grateful to have someone like her um, who is, you know, in the industry, she's connected, she's Grammy nominated. You know, it's it's great to have someone like that to, to know what I'm doing and to be supportive. Not everybody would support it, um, but she's kind enough to support what I'm doing. Right. So I'm grateful. That's great. Yes. That's really great. So now let's go, go to this topic. Yeah. Now, you were assaulted in Houston outside of your home. Yeah. Are you prepared to talk a little bit about it now? Are you okay to talk oh, about yeah. it? Oh, um, yeah. I'm definitely able to talk about it. I think it's healthy to try to talk through things. Yeah. That's what I've learned through therapy, as not to hold things in and release it, whether it's through prayer or through therapy, you know. Um, this uh, yeah. is yeah. good for you. So, um, yeah. yeah, I was uh, stabbed with a 10-inch carving knife right outside of my apartment. Oh, yeah. um, and I lost uh, like a third of my blood. I had to have three blood transfusions. I had to learn how to walk again. It was um, a humbling experience. Being so young, I never thought that it would be something that I would deal with. You know how some, you know how you look at a situation, be like, oh, that'll never be me. And the next thing you know, that might just be you. So you might want to, you know, um, practice perspective and not be insensitive to certain situations. You know, so um, it was very traumatic. And I'm wor working through it every single day. Um, but having opportunities 
uh, like this tribute show, I, I can put my energy into something positive. You know, there's so many people who go through trauma and they don't have the proper outlets to, you know, work through it. So I'm grateful to, uh, I'm grateful to be getting past it, past, you know, the tough part of it. And, you know, just, you know, just keep it moving. You know, I'm, uh, it has made me a, I believe it's made me a, a stronger person. My belief in God is a lot deeper. Um, yeah. You know, no one can convince me that God ain't real after this 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 situation. You know, you know, he um, is. absolutely. Because you know, you can you know, people they come and they go, they visit, they come to the hospital, but you're the only one sitting there in the bed at night, you know, working through what you're working through, praying, and just trying to keep your mind in the right place. So, I'm just happy to be you know here. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you here. Yes, you know. I'm, I'm very happy yeah, to be here, yes. Yeah, yeah. Prayers are a wonderful thing. Yes. They really are. Amen. Wow. I'm, I'm almost done. I know I'm asking you so many no, questions. Okay. okay. I heard a snippet yeah. of you doing Guess Who I Saw Today? Yes. The Nancy Wilson Classic. Mm -hmm. You don't mess with Nancy Wilson. Yeah. You know, you know that. Know. Okay, okay, <laughs> no. okay. Just, just you know that. Yeah. So what, what drew you to that song? Because I never heard a man do it. Oh, yeah. As, okay. as well. So talk about that well, one. I appreciate it. Yeah. I was nervous to do it. <laughs> um, well, believe it or not, I have been listening to Nancy Wilson since I was in high school. Uh, thanks to the Chicago West Community Music Center. Um, I was introduced to Nancy Wilson. The first song that I ever heard from Nancy Wilson was, uh, um, I forget it. It ain't okay. coming to me fast okay. enough. Okay. okay. But, oh no, it, I got it. And you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know how glad I am. Mm. So, um, Oh, and never, never will I marry my favorite, one of my favorites. So when I heard um, a younger generation, Samara Joy, cover the same song, um, it was it was beautiful because I had I had never heard it until then. So I didn't know that Nancy Wilson had uh, made it famous um, and sang it so perfectly well the way she does it. And I don't know, I know. Normally, women sing it, but I feel like the, if you think about the story of the song, anybody, get, anybody. can get cheated on, okay? Come on now. <laughs> anybody Come can catch now. somebody up. <laughs> um, so, Ooh, um, I feel like the way the, the, the song was is composed and um, the way the story is told, I just really wanted to get an opportunity at least one time to try to sing it. So, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Now, I know you said that you love Beyonce, yeah. but also you told me yeah. that you love Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, yes. I now, love Ella Fitzgerald You, you made reference well. to that today. Yeah, that's what I mean about the vocal, like oh, okay. a singer, singer, mm -hmm. a singer. Now, stop, stop there. Yeah. Explain to me singer versus a singer, because you are a singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I, you know, a singer... You know, and I believe I started out as a singer, you know. Okay. Um, a singer is someone, I feel like, who hasn't really reached their prime and who hasn't really came to that realization that you can, you have so much more in you. Like, it's okay. And, I, and when I work with singers, I say, oh, no, don't sing like a baby now. Don't sing like a mouse. Bring me that power from inside. Come bring it from the bottom on up, you know. You know, and that's, I learned that from, you know, Brian, being at church, you know, and literally standing at the uh, mic and I have my aunt on the side, like, go, you better sing. Don't, don't hold back. 
You know, and I feel like that is what separates that singer from a singer who's timid and, you know, but a singer who doesn't hold back, who's not afraid. And it's not about a lot of acrobats. It's just the energy you possess when you perform and when you step out in front of a crowd. You know, you know that's your moment and you, you take control of that moment. And so that's what I believe the difference is. Okay. And Ella Fitzgerald was one of those singers Singer. who okay. could stop a room. <laughs> oh, she could. With her, she uh, could. with whatever she does. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. All right, so I'm almost done here. Um, what's next for, for you, for Deontay Baker? What's next on the horizon? What's next is I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep on trying to build a name for myself in my own city. You know, I'm not too ambitious. Um, the older I get, the more I know what I, what I want for myself as, uh, as an artist, as a singer, as a performer. And, you know, if I can just be, you know, known by all parts of Chicago, that'd be great for me, you know? So my, my next venture is to the Taste of Chicago. Mm. I'll be performing at the Taste of Chicago and this year, this year, it, oh. you know, Chicago changed up the schedule a little bit because of the race car oh. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. um, I will be at the Taste of Chicago in September. Okay. Um, but up until then, I'll just be working and, you know, continuing to do my best to, you know, build build Team Deontay all the way up from up there. Yes. I love it. Yes, I love it. I can't believe my time is almost. Over again. Yeah. Wow, wow. So before we go away, mention again the Marvin Gaye tribute. Tell us the dates and times again. And then one more question and then I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. So you don't want to miss it. Like, I'm even I'm even more excited after this conversation. You mm. don't want to miss this. Um, Night Out in the Parks is presented by Chicago West Community Music Center and Night Out in the Parks. It is the legends continues, the story continues of Marvin Gaye. Um, and it's uh, with me featuring my wonderful friend Raina House. It is June 30th. This is smack dab in the summer. So it's a great time for you to make a plan to come on out. It's a Friday at 7 p.m. at the Columbus Park Refectory. And wear some nice clothes, get your dancing shoes, because it's going to be a great time. Yes. All right. All right. Anything else on your mind you want to share? I just want to thank you for the opportunity. And um, Yes, thank you. Okay. Well, thank you for coming. You know, yes. I really appreciate that. Yes, yes, indeed. So here we are, y'all. That is all. Click and subscribe. Click and subscribe. Yes. Ooh, y'all. <laughs> thank you.